Ladies and gentlemen, it's hodgepodge time. We be pimping joy, cause we got a choice, and we got a voice. Are you ready? Short little intro here. Just me today. Um, no one else. No guests. Just me yapping my mouth and talking. So, appreciate you guys listening. Recorded from all over the globe here. Multiple-time world champion professional wrestler, the lead singer of Fozzie, and New York Times best-selling author, my favorite wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho, rocks the podcast world with Talk is Jericho, his unique take on all things pop culture and entertainment. Sit down with Chris as he interviews some of the biggest names in wrestling, music, TV, movies, comedy, and also the paranormal. All ages are welcome, no ID required. Just go to Westwood One on your podcast wherever you get them, and also you can go to westwoodone.com to see Talk is Jericho. Church. My hero and mentor Bobby Bones has a podcast out, so he's going to talk openly about anything and everything. He's going to record the podcast from the comfort of his home, where he brings in guests to chat on big comfy chairs. Now, this is a very good podcast for me because this is how I this is how I do my podcast. It doesn't write any questions. I like to keep it as real as possible because there's not many real people out there that do podcasts. They always have these questions that go down. Bobby doesn't do that. He looks at you, looks in your eyes, and says, "This." And that's how he does his podcast, and that's how I do mine. So go check out the Bobby Cast. That's B O B B Y C A S T on iTunes. B O B B Y C A S T. The Bobby Cast. Go get it now. My buddy Walker Hayes has a new album out. It's titled Boom. You can go get it now.
at Walmart, Target, wherever you're at. It's got the hit single, You Broke Up With Me on it. It's got Craig. It's got Dollar Store. It's got Beckett. And my personal favorite, Shut Up Kenny. Here's a little excerpt from You Broke Up With Me from the album, Boom. Well, I got some coke in my bourbon surfing a room like Swayze. No, I ain't drunk. I'm amazed. Let's go get Boom out now. So, I just thought I would get on here. Um, it's, it's been a while since it's been just me. Um, but I figured I would just run my mouth for a while. So, just I guess this is just an update podcast. Um, I know a lot, of, not a lot of people listen to just me, but I don't really care. They don't hurt my feelings. They're just not real listeners. But, uh... I am doing pretty good. I just finished, I guess you could call it rehabbing or whatever you want to call it for. I had my gallbladder taken out. Um, so I'm just now getting over that. Um, it, it, it took a long process. Um, it didn't hurt like they say it hurt. Um, it hurt more than I thought it would, but then it didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it made sense to me, so I said it. Uh, that's... The whole... I, I, I want to take you through this thing, so... My mom and dad took me to, you know, the hospital, and they get it all done. So they take me back in a room... And they say, okay, um, you're going to lay in this bed. You're going to watch TV for however long. It's kind of like a big waiting room, but it's just um, it's just you in the waiting room. It's what it is, just you in the waiting room. And so I'm, la- I'm laid back in the bed. I'm watching TV. Um, whew, a good hour passes maybe. Someone comes in and says, okay, what kind of surgery are you having? And I say, I'm having a gallbladder. They say, okay. Strip completely naked, everything's coming off. So my mom, dad, the nurse exit the room. They give me one of those um, hospital gowns. Um, I strip naked and I, and I put the gown on. And I lay back in the bed under the covers. And we continue talking. And about this time it turns 10 o'clock. Which you guys know on weekdays for 10 o'clock that means Bobby Bones for me. So I download Bobby Bones. And I make my mom and dad suffer without TV while I listen to Bobby Bones. You know, it, I was not nervous. Um, I guess because I told my mom, I always say this, uh, because before this I had to have the um, kind of like a, a, a scope down my throat to see w- if it was, to see what it may have been. Because I didn't know if it was my gallbladder or my appendix or maybe even an ulcer. So I, I never get nervous when... I go for surgery when they go to put me under because I will know what happens. Um, I will know if there is such thing as ghosts, such thing as an afterlife. Um, I, mean, I believe in God, yes, but what I'm meaning is um, do you die and go straight to heaven or hell, or do you die and just stay in a hole? You know, you, that, that's, that was my whole thinking. But so I wasn't nervous. And about 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes after I had 
had the gown on. Some guy comes in there. He says, hey, I'm going to be your anesthesiologist. Um, well, by this point, they had the IV in, of course. Um, so he goes, we're going to put, I'm going to do saline first, and I'm going to come back in about 30 minutes and put a little bit of the anesthesia in you. Anesthesia in you. Try saying that 10 times fast. So I said, cool, that's fine. Um, so he put saline in it, of course, it makes your mouth taste nasty. And He comes back, like I said, 30 minutes later, 30, 45 minutes later, and says, okay, I'm going to put a little anesthesia in you before we move on, before we roll you back. I said, okay, that's cool. So he puts anesthesia in me. Um, not enough to do anything. It wasn't even enough to make me feel different. Um, I guess it was just enough to see how my body would react. And then 15 minutes later, he came back and said, we're going to take you. So they roll me in the bed to the operating room. Now, we've seen movies. I've seen movies. I know you've, you've seen movies or at least a TV show where they are doing surgery. And you see what the rooms look like. And let me tell you, they every show, every movie I've seen is 100% accurate of what a, uh, an operating room looks like. So they get me in there. And two people are on the left side, two people are on the right side. And they move the blanket to the, to the operating table. So I'm laying there and they tell me to scoot down to where the actual pillow or they just tell me to scoot down so I obey and I scoot down and I'm laying there and they go okay we're going to put this anesthesia in you um, they, but before they did that they broke down what they were going to do they were going to go in laser scopic take the gallbladder out do this do that I was just ready for them to put the anesthesia in and for me to just get it over with uh, so they put the anesthesia in my arm, in my right arm, I believe. And they never told me to count back. I, I've seen shows where they say count back from 30, count back from 10. They didn't. I was just laying there, and that's all I remember. And I remember after they did the scope the first time, I remember thinking, you're not going to know if you die or not. Because... I mean, everybody knows that it's anesthesia. It's just basically a deep sleep. So, gallbladder done. Maverick. My dog here. Come here. So, uh, anesthesia is done. Um, I'm Surgery is done. Gallbladder is done. Taken out. It's good to go. I am sitting or laying perhaps, in the recovery room. And I, only thing I remember about the recovery room, I remember two things, three things. I remember the nurse yelling at me. That was, that was, this is the first sign, I guess, of me emerging from my anesthesia fit. Um, the nurse saying, you can't roll over. You can't roll over. You have to stay on your back. You have to stay on your back. Because I sleep either on my stomach or on my side. And I was rolling over to my right side. And that apparently was where the gallbladder thing and majigger happened. But she just kept yelling, can't roll over, can't roll over. And I remember I remember saying, I'm sorry. Um, now, I'm not one, I mean, I was 
you know how they have these the people that are high on the anesthesia. I've had that once when I had my um, teeth taken. Um, what the what the flip them teeth called? I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm talking about. Wisdom teeth. So, uh, I was sitting there and I remember just apologizing. Apparently for, I guess for rolling over and them yelling at me. Um, I just remember apologizing. And I also remember asking for a cup of water or a glass of water. And they brought me a cup of water with ice and a straw. And I was drinking it. And they tell me to sit up if I'm up, if I'm awake. And so I sit up. And they tell me, okay, you ready to go back to your room? And I said, yes. And then, you know, go back there. You have to pee before you can go. You, you have to do this. And that was it. The pain from the gallbladder removal surgery um, was my, my shoulder. They told me there was going to be possibly tons of pain in my shoulder. Holy crap. I mean, the pain in the shoulder was unbelievable. I mean, my stomach never hurt. I mean... Not nothing compared to my shoulder. I mean, it was my right shoulder. My right shoulder, and then after the right shoulder was stopped hurting, the left shoulder was stopped hurting. And the only way I could get, only way I could sleep when 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 I had the removal surgery was on your back. Well, that was the worst position for my shoulders, and they, my shoulders would kill me. And so I said, "Screw it, I'm gonna." Lay where my shoulders are not gonna hurt me, and I had to roll over slightly, roll over on my left side, and take some of the impact of the back off, some of the pressure off my shoulder from my back. And man, that was probably the worst part was the shoulder, and. The shoulder hurt for, I know, a week, probably a week and a half straight. Um, but it only hurt when I was laying down because I could only sit if I was sitting on two or three pillows because sometimes you sit so far down, you can't get up. Um, so I, uh, when I was sitting, I was sitting on two or three pillows, which I, I was always laying down. You couldn't lay on the couch. I had to lay, you know, lie on the bed, pick a pallet on the floor if I wanted to get out of the room. Um, because your shoulder, my shoulders would just hurt. Um, also, there was a time where I was, um, my dad was watching a video on his phone, and I was watching it with him, and I tried to laugh, and that was really the only time my stomach hurt me was. When I tried to laugh. And again, this was unbelievable pain when you laugh. I mean, I would, I could eat what I wanted, but I always watched what I ate for this because I was just told to. And I said, I'm going to do what they say. Um, and of course, you're watching what you're eating, but your stomach just had a major surgery, so you were constipated for at least a good week, which they said was going to be normal and constipated. So, that was no problem. Um, 
and then a week and a half, maybe two weeks later, I mean, it was all good. I mean, now the doc said, the doctor said that even for a couple years, you can lift up on something really heavy and still have that tense pain in your stomach. And I, the other day, I was lifting on a wheelbarrow and it had a bunch of sand in it. And I lifted up. And it immediately went down, and I went to one knee because it was just the pain. You ever seen the movie 100, 127 Hours where he's cutting his own arm off, and he, he gets to the tendon and makes a <laughs> sound as he cuts the tendon? That's kind of what it felt like of the sound, like a <laughs> when you picked it up and it, it fell. But, yeah, that that's really what I've, I've really been recovering. Um, I know it's been a month, but sometimes I'll still do something or I'll eat something. And they say you have to relearn. You have to relearn how to eat or what to eat, and that is absolutely true. You have to learn and relearn to eat. Let's get out, Maverick. Um, I will eat something now, and it will run straight through me. And I know, oh, can't eat that for a while. Um, but that's really about it. Of of, of an update, um, I've recorded a few episodes, um, you've heard them, um, but as of right now, I'm doing this one on the same night that I recorded uh, the Avengers Infinity War Breakdown uh, with my good friend Clayton Loper. Um, uh, you know, I've always wanted to do this. Um, not a podcast, but I've always wanted to do something with music. Um, I, I can always remember when I was younger, just loving music, and I still love music. And I'm a music nerd. I, I can, I know every song from early 2000, early 2010s of country. I knew a lot of pop and a lot, a lot of hip hop. But, man, uh, guys, I I used to write songs, and I still do, um, and I thought that's what I want to do for a while was to go to Nashville and, 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 and write music, write songs, write lyrics. I'm a lyricist. That's still a dream of mine. I mean, I have multiple dreams. You know, my, uh, my hero, Chris Jericho, one of my heroes – taught me that if you have multiple dreams you can do them all um, he's a wrestler he's you know he's in a heavy metal band he now writes books he now has a podcast you know I mean that's that's just things that blow my mind that people say you can't do more than one, one thing at once two things at once yes you can yes you can but I was I always wanted to do something with music, like I stated before. I, I just didn't know what. I'm not good with audio technology, so I knew I couldn't produce or mix music. Um, you hear the beginning of the podcasts and the thing that goes, ladies and gentlemen, it's high push. That was done by my friend Scott Kellogg. And originally, it was like three minutes long, but of copyright purposes – it couldn't go up, so I had to trim it down to that last eight, nine seconds 
of just going the hodgepodge thing. And then I said, you know what? I need something different. And I just got some of my favorite songs and made them into a two, three second clip. And and that was it. And that's what you hear after immediately after the, the hodgepodge podcast theme is just my music that I've thrown together. But music to me was always a must-have, you know. I listen to talk radio or a podcast, but music is always where it's at. You can't have a road trip without music. You can't. To me, I do everything with me. I take a shower. I'm listening to music. Or the Bobby Bones show. I'm I wash dishes. I'm doing clothes. I'm folding clothes. I'm eating. I'm washing dishes. Or uh, washing dishes. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm listening to music. Or the Bobby Bones show, of course. Hint, hint. But that's what I'm doing. That's that's music is just a part of me, and I'm such a nerd that I don't like really. The singles that come out on the radio are not really my favorite. I. I, I I like the the album cuts, the, the deep album cuts, and I guess, and then I decided to do this. I mean, radio. I'm I put in applications for radio shows and, and, and janitors for you know a janitor at a radio station, thinking maybe that'll make my way up. But man, nothing's happened yet. Nothing's happened so far. Which could be a good thing, which this could always lead up and you know, become something that, that I want to do. You know, I want to do this, but something that long-term that will actually pay the bills because I'm absolutely making zero dollars on this thing. I mean, the liners that you hear, that's just me screwing around trying to pass the word that there's this and maybe pass the word back to me that they want to sponsor me. I mean, that's just... That's just what I like, and that's what I put on here. The podcasts, uh, Bobby Cast, and Talk of Jericho, Walker Hayes album. That, that's what I love. So I just put those on here. But enough of that. Enough of that. I've already said it this before. But little update. I am a, 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 a fanatic at, at, at books and reading. I don't like the, the mobile or the digital books, because um, I like to have it in my I like to flip the pages. It, you know what I mean? I like to feel it. Um, I know that sounds weird, but I like to feel the book as I read it. I'm reading this book. I believe it's called 112266 um, by Stephen King. I was never a big Stephen King fan, and then I tried to read it, but, man, it was so confusing that I just put it down. And then I read Pet Cemetery. And I was hooked from Pet Cemetery. That that was that was that was amazing to me. And so, what this eleven twenty two sixty three book is about is a guy going back in time to save President Kennedy from getting shot. Um, there's a lot more to the story, but I'm just not going to give it away. It's like eight hundred and something pages. I'm on page one thirty, one forty right now as I'm recording this. But that's something to check out. Also, I want you guys to check out the latest podcast that I've been up. Um, I, I know there's only three or four at a time. That's because once it gets to a certain date, they delete 
Um, I can always re-upload them. Um, as we go, but I, I, I do encourage you to go back and listen to, if you like superheroes, Marvel versus DC with Clayton Loper, that one is just us taking apart the pieces of Avengers, of the Marvel Universe, the Avengers, and then the DC Universe, and picking our favorites and which, and then, uh, uh, also, George Stewart, my friend George Stewart, he is a musician. Um, he has a paranormal episode on here. It's a two-parter. Um, that's up there. Um, it, the Avengers Infinity War movie breakdown. Spoiler alert in that one. Um, those are pretty good. But we're going on about 25 minutes here. Um, that's enough of what I said. Um, I'm tired. The Avengers Infinity War was about an hour and 40 I've been talking over two hours. So, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Catch you guys later.